Hi, it's Logan here from Canada Music Hangouts. We had a little bit of technical difficulties in terms of recording my audio, but you can still hear my audio coming from their microphones. So if the audio doesn't sound as great as usual, that is why. Thank you. I hope you understand. And enjoy the episode and stick around to the end to find out about our new Patreon. This is the show where Canadian talent comes to have fun. You're listening to Canada Music Hangout. Canada Music Hangout, the podcast all about your about the Canadian bands and musicians that you already love and the ones I'm sure will be your new favorite. I'm your host, Logan Curry, and today I have in the studio with me, well, it's a packed studio. I have Halifax-based four-piece rock band, The Flakes. The band consists of guitarist Adam Sweeney, bassist Nash Stewart, drummer Kyle Merson, and vocalist Tynan Moores. The Flakes started their musical adventures back in 2014 under a different name, Glass Atlas, where it was just Adam and Kyle, and they released their first self-titled EP in September of that year. After a two-year hiatus between 2015 and 2017, they broke out into the music scene as The Flakes in January of this year, and, their de- and they debuted their first single, When I Get It, on March 16th. You can catch their live shows around Halifax and even Toronto when The Flakes played the Horseshoe Tavern in Toronto, Ontario back in October. And here they all are now. Thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having hey. us. So, let's get started. First of all, where did the name Flakes come from? Okay. The f- yeah, tell it. Yeah, me. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's uh, the biggest reason for the hiatus between Glass Atlas and the Flakes was because we had such a hard time finding people. So, we, uh, we were joking around one day when we had a bass player leave our car that we knew was never going to come back, and we were just like, we should just call our band name the... F- we should just call our band the Flakes because everyone's flaking out, and then it just, like, <laughs> stuck. And, uh, it just yeah. sounded pretty good. We had, like... At one point, we had, like, 25 different people audition or be a part of our band in some way or another before we got to this four, so... So... Take, take me back to Glass Atlas. Uh, how, how did that really start, I guess? And that's kind of just for you two <laughs> right now. So, you go for it. Yeah, that started with, like, me, Adam, and our buddy Ian. And then we just found a singer on Kijiji. And basically, from there, we dreamt of playing bars. Was he and... in the free section, or was he... What's that? Was he in the free section, or how much did he cost? <laughs> no, he didn't cost nothing. <laughs> but, uh, no, we just wanted to be a band and play music and do stuff and... Then yeah. we just kind of kept going. Yeah, we've been we've been friends since high school and just used to jam and just I don't know just jamming around and and once high school was over, it was a good opportunity to actually play and Keep and jam a bit more. So stuff, yeah, so. exactly. So it started as a hobby and then like when we got better at jamming, it just turned into like man, we could we could play at bars and stuff like that. We're not bad. So yeah, it just developed into a dream through that through the general passion for it. For sure, yeah. And then of course there was a two-year gap. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think Nash came on. Yep. Yeah. And then it was you were the last one. Tiny I hit. was. Yeah. yeah. The final piece of the puzzle. I joined so, in like June. I joined yeah. in June. Okay. Yeah. So how did you get on board then? Same way as as we they got their singer Kajiji. Oh, Kajiji. Yeah. yeah. Nash is funny though because we, uh, me and him were talking Kajiji for uh, 
<laughs> for like a couple weeks, and they never replied to me for like a month and a half. I'm really bad at that. Period. <laughs> and uh, and we just we thought he was just another flake. So we did think he was it, another. Yeah, flake, we didn't think he was gonna. To turned out to yeah. be another flake. And then Ooh. yeah, in the in the <laughs> end yeah. Wow, I'm pretty. <laughs> so um, how like individually, how long have you all been playing music? Ooh. Oh, that's a hard one. Because oh, I know a couple math. of you actually went here to NSCC where we're recording. Yeah. Um, for, <laughs> I think he's in music. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I guess we'll start with you. How long have you been playing for? Uh, singing for, I guess. Since, I mean, like, I would sing when I was a kid, I guess. But I first started singing, like, with other people. It was I think middle school I joined a choir and then just kind of built from there I guess and like I started playing trombone in the band and all that and then I just kind of expanded from grade six or seven I guess so you started out in like a elementary school band yeah 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 um and who was the only one that said they went to NICC for music that was Nash so Nash uh how long have you been playing for I've been playing since, like, grade 11. Like, bass I've been playing since grade 11. And then I went out, right after high school, I went to the music arts program here. Okay. And I did that for two years. Then I finished up to my own terms of what finished is, <laughs> a.k.a. I didn't graduate. <laughs> and I decided that, hey, I'm going to switch over to the music business. And I went there last year. Again, didn't graduate, but I'm going to finish that this year. Okay. In the upcoming semester. Gym, yeah. We had someone also in the NSCC, except yeah. it was for something different, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was. So a trade. It's for a trade? Yeah. All right, now what trade was it? I'm a plumber. You're a plumber? Yeah. Okay. So I'm always plumber snaking out poop and garbage, <laughs> and but I'm making good money. So. so pretty much what you do in the band. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically. Uh, so it's a job to kick mu- people out. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of the music, though, how long have you been playing music for? I'm playing drums for... 10 years now. Yeah. 10 years, yeah. wow. So I never really thought I would perform because I was always nervous, you know, getting stage fright and stuff, but I did uh, a little thing in high school. It's like a school of rock program, kind of. Okay. So you just cover, like, I don't know, I covered, like, Foo Fighters Walk and stuff. <laughs> and that was pretty cool, and I got to play in front of people, so I kind of got to break the ice of uh, being in, up in front of people on stage and stuff, so. Oh, that's cool. So, like, y- Tell me a little bit more about this, like, rock camp, or this yeah. rock. Yeah, rock so <laughs> that's really all it was. Like, you'd learn probably three songs, and then you'd, at lunchtime, one one day, you would just go out, and then the bell would ring, and then everybody would leave for lunch. But while they were leaving, you would start playing the set, and so everybody would have different songs and be in different groups. Was Jack Black there? No, <laughs> but my teacher was a woman version of Jack Black. I enjoyed. Uh, she was I hot though. To see that. <laughs> <laughs> she was hot though. So what's her name? Ms. Shout her out. Miss Ford. Uh, Miss Ford. Yeah. Miss Ford. Shout out so, to Miss Ford. Yeah. Miss <laughs> Ford. Never got to meet her, but great, wish I could. great music teacher actually. So mm-hmm. contact Kyle on our Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's into you. And of course, Adam, you were the only one that didn't go to NCC. Yep, I went to St. Mary's and Smart. Dalhousie and a bunch of different stuff, changing my career path a million times. Uh, I think in the end, like what I want to do is my goal is to get my education degree. So I'm going to be a public school teacher. Okay. Yeah. So. And then 
Music. How long have you been music. playing music for? So, I've been playing music since... I wish I could have played music a lot earlier, but I started when I was in grade 7. I, my parents never thought I would have the commitment to stick to music, <laughs> so uh, they didn't have uh, faith in me at the beginning to buy me a guitar. So like, proved to them that I would do it by mowing lawns all summer, and, uh, and my dad ended up buying me uh, a Squire Stratocaster, and I just played in my room and played in my room. I never ever uh, had the opportunity to take lessons because I was always in hockey and everything like that. But yeah, so I've been playing since I was in grade seven. I don't know what age I would have been. Twelve. Two thousand six. So you would have yeah. been. Yeah, you've been twelve. Twelve or thirteen. Yeah, so I've I've probably been playing for for twelve years then. So. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> and as a band, what like who, in terms of musicians and bands inspires you guys like who are some of your inspirations that's a that's a loaded question <laughs> yeah great that's definitely all over the map for different guys you each here. go changes. individually i guess yeah. Changes. Yeah. Yeah. and, and name your top three like influences i guess yeah let's yeah. do that top three, top three influences yeah. for, top ten influences for each people ten. each person oh my god <laughs> ten's a lot Ten is I, a lot. I, I I'm a three. poser. I, I, I can to probably like give five. Three. Three. Top three. Okay. Top three. We're going to go for three. Bands over That's over fair. Yeah. Three is hard enough. Right. I know yours. Go back so in go order first. here. All right. Good. We should try to name each other's. I, uh, oh, my God. Let's do that. That's going to be fun. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, could, I, could name, I could name Nash's right away. I could name yours. Tynan's is probably Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. No. Uh, I looked at a Amy Winehouse record once today. <laughs> <laughs> I th- um, my three favorites are, uh, or my three biggest influences. Uh, actually, should it be like musicians or bands? You can do both. You Let's do bands first. Okay, then... bands first. All right, so Red Hot Chili Peppers would be like my greatest influence. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the Strokes would be the second biggest. And then, pff, this is hard. No, this is number three. Probably the Arctic Monkeys, but uh, I had a couple uh, a couple That's other right. ones that could have been number three. Yeah. Any yeah. honorable mentions? Uh, John Mayer. John Mayer. Uh, Kings of Leon. Mm-hmm. I really like the Growlers. Um, <laughs> yeah, those would be probably the uh, honorable mentions. Muse, even though like that doesn't kind of shine through, but yeah, that those would be my influences there. No particular order, I'd say for mine would be the Chili Peppers, Guns N' Roses, and I'm having a very hard time figuring out what my third would be. Prince? Definitely Prince, Prince, yes. Yeah. Definitely Even Prince. we knew that one. Yeah. Even we knew. <laughs> the only one that didn't know was him. Yeah, that's fair. Because <laughs> there's just so many going in my head that for I can't sure, even yeah, name. Yeah. What about honorable mentions for you? Like I said, so many of my... Casey Elephant, definitely. Queens of the Stone Age. Queens of the Stone Age. See, they all know them, and I don't even know them. <laughs> Good thing we're here, then. If I just pulled up my Spotify, I'd be able to tell. John Mayer would definitely be in my top. Yeah. T, what would yours be? Um, a lot of Rush and the Beatles, but also, like, the Strokes, I guess. Uh, man, fuck, I don't know. That's a hard question. <laughs> it is when you, like, got to think of it on is the Is this fly. for, like... For, like, songwriting or just for, like, music in general? I say music in general. It doesn't really have to be about songwriting because that's even harder. That's Yeah, yeah. Because that's completely different for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd say mine would be the same. Pretty easy for songwriting. Um, I like cake a lot. Cake's really good. Cake Mm. is tasty. You're tasty. 
Thanks. It's my go now. Yeah, that's your go now. Man, I would have to say, first off, for sure, Arctic Monkeys. Just because I'm in love with Matt Helders, for sure. Second one I'd have to say, big one, would be Billy Talent. And then third would be Young the Giant. They're pretty new, but they're they're up there for me. They're a California-based band, so they're still pretty small, but they're big, and it's <laughs> it's weird, but it's good. Oh, man. I want to add the Sex Pistols to mine. Sex Pistols, yeah. <laughs> definitely the Sex Pistols. Beals are definitely, like, number four for sure, though. Carl, I thought you said you liked the Wiggles, too. I do like the Wiggles. Oh, I'd yeah. fuck with Good the Wiggles. Good Wiggles show, man. <laughs> they get kids out there. They do. They Let's do. Really do man. Let's book Bill a show stadiums opening for the Wiggles. We can't even roast, let's do a we Wiggles can't even roast the Wiggles. Let's the Wiggles. No, let's just open for them. I would are open they for still them. going? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, they are. I think they got new people. <laughs> my sister's got. It's like Guns, it's has like Guns and Roses. Where yeah, it's like they the, can all they can envelop as like different people. As long as they have that one person in there, they're good. As long as they have the, si- the colors. As long as the Wiggles have Axl Rose, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Holy shit! He'd be yeah. late to every show. <laughs> he'd get fired after the first show. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. It's Axl Rose. No, he'd get fired. <laughs> Let's start a petition. <laughs> Let's start a petition Slash to as, as get Axl Rose to join the. I would Wiggles. do. I would do the Wiggles on stage next. I would done, do that. We've done some pretty. Uh, we just need to wear color, some pretty colorful stuff sweaters. On stage, uh, the Wiggles would be pretty cool. Colorful sweaters with W on there or something. Don't yeah. they all just wear colorful shirts and just black jeans? Yeah, kind of looks like Star Trek standard, for kids. Yeah. It's like purple, Star yellow, Trek green, blue, or something. Now we gotta dress like the fucking like the octopus and the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought you were saying Zoidberg. Zoidberg. <laughs> <laughs> what is that dinosaur's name? It's gonna bother me now. Man, I don't know. <laughs> Toy Story or? No, no. <laughs> what? From the Wiggles. Oh, uh, oh from watched. Jurassic Park. Here, you we know, have the tool the... to figure this out. Oh, right. We have Google. Not sponsored by Google. Tell us what it starts with. Spotify okay, it starts with a D. Dino. Dino. No, no, it's Dino. a Listen, listen. It's a woman's name. Dino. Diana. No. Dora. Pretty close, but no. Darlene. No. Dariah. Who's the closest? Hasselhoff. He was the closest so far. What did he say? Dora. 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 Dorothy. Yeah. Woo! Dorothy. Oh. Dorothy the dinosaur. Ugh. That's hilarious. That's the worst. Deborah. <laughs> Sorry, we're getting so sidetracked talking about the Wiggles. <laughs> I think we should get the Wiggles to sponsor us. Yeah. After this. So sure Wiggles, if you're listening, which I'm sure you're Wiggles, right. if you're listening, sponsor the Flakes. Watch your Canada music hang up first. <laughs> Touche. Buy my mixtape. Buy my Wiggles mixtape. My Wiggles-themed trap mixtape. Let's go. I feel like a Wiggles mixtape would like actually be on a cassette tape. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a yellow percent. one. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, so getting back on track, even though Hopefully. that was fucking hilarious. Um, let's get back to that, like you know, 2015 to 2017, like that big gap. Yeah. In between, you kind of like briefly touched on that earlier, but um, what really kind of happened there in that two years a lot of depression it was uh <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> actually it was, uh it one year one year was actually spent trying to find people yeah one, was, one uh, full year was actually and, uh, spent but we wrote a lot of uh, a lot of really cool songs it was it was like i joke around when i'm saying depression but uh 
Tiny just took his pants off. That's the only reason I was hesitating. Tiny put on the light up reindeer. They're Bart Simpsons too. Yeah, that's the only reason I hesitated. It was a little. Oh, they are Bart. Yeah, they're Bart. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was, it, it was extremely. Uh, I'm talking about a hard time, yeah, guys. We're trying to talk about our, so I was just trying to lighten the mood. It was hard time. It was. It was extremely <laughs> difficult and discouraging to constantly have uh, have everyone back out on us and and have to find new people right. and start over and show this person the song. It's funny because you go through my uh, my old email and there's like uh, like I have like. 400 people I've sent emails to, like, like from Kijiji, just showing them. Uh, sh- I'm <laughs> so sorry. That's all right. I'm so sorry. Put their pants back on. <laughs> Time and put the uh, light-up reindeer underwear on. Take pants off. This gotta be, we should all take our pants I ho- off. I hope this is yeah, up no. there for your podcast. Man, let's all just take our pants I hope pants this off. is up there for your because podcast. This is, the best, this is the best taping I've had so far. Okay. We should all take our pants I'm sweating off. sweating now. Yeah, I can't wear this. Okay. So actually, um, no, I ain't got for real this time. So, <laughs> my dick. Uh, let's get Kidding. back to the answer. We're trying not to laugh. So That's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. But so the kind of the thing in between. So you're saying that it's hard to find. It uh, was people. it was extremely hard, and there was a lot of times where we were talking about stopping altogether. Yeah. We were just like, we're never gonna find any like the uh, like the amount of guys that we had like, and it just like some of the guys were like even more discouraging than the fact we couldn't find people at all. Yeah, like some guys would get in there and just James. Like not even, <laughs> to, not even do to anything. name drop, James. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, I'm a singer. And then... <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that Shout guy. Shout out to James. Fuck, James. fuck you, James. J-A-Y-M-E-S. Fuck you, James. Yeah, fuck James. <laughs> I fucking hate this guy. No, so get get a load of this. This guy literally walked in and was like, yeah, man, like I could write a song in like five minutes. Didn't bring a pen or a pad with him at all. Didn't yeah, even write was... a word. And then we, we had these songs, like, obviously, we were all right at our instruments, so, like, mm. we had these songs ready and stuff, and we showed him, and he's like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it, you know, because, like, I wasn't there for the magic, yeah, you know? Yeah, that was his quote. That, yeah, but you then... You know that part there? No, I wouldn't say shit over that. He was like, yeah. he's like, yeah, I don't want to do your guys' songs, but I'll do mine, and then he played us his, and it sounded like Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> like... It was literally there was, like, metal version. It was... Three notes, no structure, and he was just smoking the whole time. We, yeah, well, at first, like, um, like my uh, so the side door light came on, and there are jam space in my basement, and we were like, I wonder if he's here or not. And uh, I open up the door, and outside my basement door, there's a bunch of gas tanks, and he's sitting on the steps smoking a cigarette, like, to blow the shit out of my house, like, <laughs> smoking a cigarette next to the gas tanks. And, uh, yeah, he... Uh, we have like a video of him, and he's just like spitting like the the most bullshit you've ever heard anyone ever say. He was talking about a part of a song, and he's like, "I wouldn't throw something over that, but I might, but I don't know. I gotta say something. Maybe put a hip hop slam to it." And just like he had no idea what he was talking gotta about. Put a and like slam. the whole time yeah. in the foreground, like, was it you who was bit taking? Yeah, the video? in front like, of the in front like of the camera, I had scissors like, chopping his like, head off. Chop his head off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was, was this, was this guy that like just came off of Kijiji? Yeah, yeah. This is one of the like thirty singers we tried. He, and that's uh, why that's main reason why we have the name the Flakes too, is because like yeah, these singers would just so like we'd ask them to show up, they'd be like, Yeah, man, I'm down. Like the day would come and they'd be like yeah, they, wouldn't they just show. wouldn't wouldn't answer us online or nothing and just wouldn't show. So it's like I like I said, we were just sitting there and we're just like, Man, we might as well call ourselves the fucking flakes because yeah. there's so many people flaking on us and then 
just was a good idea to that, keep the that, name. That time also was, like, even though it was really hard, but it was also uh, pretty inspiring. We have a couple songs. Actually, the, the entire album pretty much was, uh, like, 90% of the album was written during that time where yeah. we just had so much time to jam and so much time to be creative. We have a song called uh, No Country for Old Men, which... Uh, it's like it's weird it's got so many different parts to it and so many like like there's a random breakdown in the middle of it and just because it was just kyle and i like not not to say tynan and nash wouldn't be involved in it but like just because it was us and we had so much freedom to be creative because it was only us in the band we just made these weird long drawn out songs <laughs> that you know no one else like you know it just it, it was cool though it, so it was also a creative time too some of it was trying to find somebody. Some of it was, like, even trying to find your own music. Yeah, way. exactly. Yeah, yeah, sure. How difficult was it? Because you, you explained there was, like, 30 different singers you auditioned. Yeah. Did you ever yeah. Maybe more. Were, yeah, yeah, maybe more. Like how, just how difficult was it to have named your band The Flakes to find someone on Kijiji? Uh, it was a curse. Yeah. <laughs> a couple guys were, like, that tried out for were like, yeah, that name's got to go. And, like, I don't know who they thought they were telling us they <laughs> yeah, had to go, a, like, a when they people. weren't even in the band. But Yeah, you expect uh, names. Yeah, they definitely said it had to go. And then, they, but no one's ever offered a new name, so. Yeah. You know, it's going to stay that way until then. Mm-hmm. Um, for any listeners who aren't from Canada, Kijiji is kind of like Craigslist and Gumtree. It's like, you know, uh, local classifieds and stuff. Um, and one thing about Kijiji is that people don't really show up, even if you're just trying to sell something. Yeah, yeah. I know um, about that. Do you, like, is finding a musician on Kijiji an effective way to find someone for your band? I think yes. It depends. Yeah, it yeah. depends on what situation you're in. Like for us, we don't have many friends that are musicians, so we had to find something, right? That was and the best networking tool for us. Yeah. Or well, like, other than actually going out to a show and talking to people and you know, being like, hey man, you want to join my band or you know, try for my band? Like, this yeah. Is you guys actually found me by answering to my ad. Yeah, on Kijiji. I find it is a lot easier to go about finding someone who's looking for a band mm-hmm. rather than someone a band who's someone trying to find yeah. Yeah. a band or someone to play. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. And a lot of the stuff on Kijiji's like, oh, you know, I don't sing, but I've sung before. Yeah, kind of stuff. <laughs> I think or, it's I think it's a, it's a great too. it's a great tool to start with. Yeah, right? if you're like down on your luck and you can't find anyone, like I think you that's, uh, that's use a really good way to start. And I think Halifax is also unique in that it's not a huge city per se right compared to like if we were in toronto it might be 50 times as easy yeah. to right? might find someone right away but yeah exactly <coughs> okay cool so um speaking of halifax and toronto you guys have played in both yes, yes. and after uh we listen to one of your guys' songs we're going to talk about that uh we're going to take a little break um so we're going to listen to uh the flakes newest single close to you um, and after that, we're going to talk about both the Halifax and Toronto music scene, as well as a couple other things. So, uh, we'll be right back here on Canada Music Hangout. Here we go. 
It's a dark dawn rising in the rain of sympathizing For the outside world itself It's a long way back to hell And it's a new night coming And this heat leaves room for nothing While the darkness brings its spell It's a long way back to tell Don't you like me too And can't the reasons wait I want to be close to Sliding, window hanging with the sun on darkness. And I love summer, cause people are hotter in the heat of the moment. If you're just joining us, which if you are, well, you should be listening on one of our streaming services, so this isn't live, but if you're just tuning in, that was Close to You by The Flakes, and I've got all four of them in the studio, probably the most packed, and this is hilarious because my first episode, well, as a school project, we had to do our own podcast about local talent called Between Two Bridges, which inspired me to do this, and my first interview was with one person. For this podcast, my first interview was two people. The next one, the second episode, was three people. Now I have four of you in here. Let's shoot for five next time. I was going to say, my next one's either going to be five or one. (laughs) Better than zero. Uh, zero. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I'm just talking in a room by yourself. I do that sometimes. I'll just just interview myself. It's fine. Just fake mustache on it and no one can see it. (laughs) Talk for an hour and a half. So, um, you guys play the Halifax music scene, I want to say, quite a bit, because when I was doing my research for this episode, I saw a lot of things of, like, you guys were playing somewhere. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So, what was the pre-scripted question that I had? Because I forgot. <laughs> um, yeah, how do you think the Halifax music scene has gotten your band off the ground? Let's see about this. Um, Come on, Bartman. Bartman. <laughs> also, if you're just tuning in, no, Tynan just ripped his pants off about ten minutes ago. Now he's rubbing <laughs> Kyle's <laughs> eyebrow. He's Thank rubbing you. Kyle's eyebrow. Thank you. He's got good eyebrows. They look good today, say. dude. Thank you. Yeah, you look fucking good. Fly. I just, I literally haven't done anything. <laughs> um, oh, how's the Halifax music scene going? How has it helped you guys get the band off the ground and like, um, start actually playing around? I think the band, I mean, as the newest member, um, I can't really speak for a lot of the older stuff, but um, I think they kind of had a little bit of a bad rep at first because they had like, swapping musicians and like maybe not the best singers or best whatever but um right now i think we've got a pretty great uh lineup and so right now it's a lot of making up that reputation as a passable band and i think we're doing a good job of it right now like um and we've been making like friends with other bands in the city recently so that's really good that helps out a lot. That helps yeah. out a lot. Oh, yeah. I agree. Not every band, though. I think yeah. uh, <laughs> I think the biggest thing is that's, that's helped us is the uh, just just support from, from other people. Like, we... Uh, oh, yeah. In Glass Atlas, we uh, we had to book our... Like, we had to book our own shows because we didn't know anyone. And it was uh, it was awkward being a brand new band and, and booking your own show and trying to get people out to it. It was a really, really hard way to do it. We... Uh, we got lucky. We played at the Seahorse, our very first Glass Atlas show. We played at the Seahorse. And uh, and from there, we just, like, we would just try to book our own shows at places like Gus's that were, like, low risk. Like, they'd take they'd take any other band on a Wednesday night or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, and just we'd, ne- we'd network from there. And since, like, starting up the Flakes, all our, all of our shows have been... Like we haven't had to, we haven't had to look for very much. Like we've had other people coming to us and asking us to fill out their lineups and stuff like that. So it's been, it's been really nice. We we started off it was really tough, but uh, but now it's uh, it's a little bit easier because we're developing a better reputation as to build off what Tynan was saying. Now, as a question for me, I'm surprised I've never asked this for you two, being in the same band as you for so long. Uh, I would have been underage at the time of when Glass Atlas would have been going on. Mm-hmm. Would you say that the music scene in Halifax is different now compared to when it? Oh yeah. I think for sure. Yeah. I think it's it's insane how. Uh, it's an ever evolving. <laughs> what? You're taking my job here. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. There's Actually, a question, like question that I've always been dying to ask. I think I, I think it's it's insanely it different it's because it's uh, grown a lot. All the uh, like a lot of the like bigger bands now like weren't like weren't a thing when we were like the big bands when we were playing around Halifax was like Walrus, uh, and they're like huge now. Um, Scott Nix played around Halifax a lot back then. Like just like it was it was so different. Like those were the real heavyweights where like during our like when we were gone there were so many different bands that, that stepped up and those are all the household names now that you know where we uh, yeah. It's 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 changed a lot. Like a lot of those people that we uh, that we knew back then are, aren't doing music anymore. Yeah. They're doing something else. Or I find there's uh, a lot of more people like being in bands now too. Like, yeah. Or trying to be a band. 
mm-hmm. than there was back then. There's only a few people to pick from and choose from. Yeah. When you were playing, right? Yeah. Now you can play with, you know, 30 different bands. Mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to be a band. So. It's not even that much time that's passed, but it feels no. like it's just so many, there's so many other bands now. Oh, yeah. There are a lot of bands in Halifax, and actually Nova Scotia in general, you know. Um, from Halifax to Toronto, you guys played at the Horseshoe Tavern. Yes, sir. And it was October, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So how was that? Playing in Toronto for the first phenomenal. time. Yeah, that was an awesome. Most experience. incredible experience yeah, in my sick. life. We had a lot of good omens leading up to it. Yeah. yeah. Except for like the show was cursed before the show <laughs> yeah, started. Like, just there was before. like there oh was like that was the quote of the thing is like, of the whole trip was like, Oh, this is a good omen. This is a good omen. We have a song uh, called Eric Hannum and the Nighthawk about a character named Eric Hannum who's like fictional but he's a real person that the song's based on <laughs> and uh we saw him when we were driving to the airport and that was like the first good omen yeah what were, what were some of the other good omens that we there were was about? the kellogg's shirt that nash bought yeah, yeah, yeah. i bought a kellogg's shirt at the h&m was it i think so yeah because yeah. we're the, the flakes and yeah. then for me like right outside the horseshoe there was this poster of prince on the <laughs> on the telephone pole yeah oh. and i was like this is sick. And it just kept, it, like, it was just like, oh, we just this is a good omen. This is a good omen. Yeah. yeah. Up until, like, a half hour, hour till the set. I broke a string in That was also, check. though. Because there's the whole thing about, like, Yeah, everyone said, everyone said bad... breaking a string and Except we couldn't. Cool like, a luck. bad sound check means a good show. Yeah. Except we, we were running out of time because we couldn't get... What happened? You didn't so, the so we were putting, we were putting the, no, we were putting the strings back on my guitar. We changed the strings and Tynan was helping me out by uh, cutting the strings at the same time I was putting them on. And one of them, we didn't give enough, uh, of, we didn't slack. leave enough slack and it ended up being too short yeah, and wouldn't and stay on my, so we broke the spare string that I already, <laughs> yeah. So we took a string off and we had them all like coiled up. So then trying to get that old string back on my guitar. Because of, like, how it was bent. <coughs> it had to go through the yeah. bridge. Oh, we, had to, we had to go through the bottom, and it was, uh, I play a Stratocaster, so it has the long bridge in the, in the middle that you have to put the string through. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was so, it was so tough. Everyone took a, a turn doing it. Tyne didn't end up getting it, but, like, everyone took no a turn. It was, like, <laughs> it was, like, ten minutes before we were supposed to go on. Oh, and oh, I had, like, a crappy D string. Was, also, my uncle... Walking up to the venue. Oh too. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What? Yeah, I freaked His out. His uncle made uh, shirts with one of our singles on it, like the cover for one of our singles, and we were just like, "Where did you get that?" He was walking up H and M too, wasn't he? <laughs> oh yeah. So I was the first one to see him. We didn't know where the, no, no. the fuck the shirt came from. He walked from, like, from the, the other side where H and M was across. He jaywalked across the street, <laughs> and when I saw him with the lust thing, I was like. Wait a minute. Who who are you? When I when I heard about it, because I'm the one who made the the artwork, I was like, are, are they fucking stealing my artwork <laughs> and literally selling it without giving me any money? Like, what the fuck? And then you realize this is your uncle. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know who who was up until I saw him. I was like, oh hey. Yeah, it's definitely weird. That is so funny. Like, you even have fans that make shirts without your consent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, playing in Toronto for the first time must be a big thing for you guys. What did you think the biggest difference was playing in Halifax from playing in Toronto? Because they're like two almost different markets, even though they're yeah. both in yeah. Canada. 
I feel like Toronto, anyone anyone in the entire city could be uh, could be in the bar at the time, yeah. right? Where Halifax, you're going to see some familiar faces most likely, but like Toronto, I feel like is is much more like it's diverse. much more yeah, exactly. A, a diverse audience like yeah. just anyone in the world could be in there, you know. Yeah. Well, obviously not. Anyone Technically, in Toronto, yeah. Well, there's I just guess. millions and millions of people like literally anybody could stroll. Chances are people time. are going to be in from around the world are going to be in Toronto rather than Halifax. Yeah. It was also a lot friendlier, I think. Yeah. Just like the crowd was... And that's a lot of people, what, what people say is different, is that people are more friendly in the Maritimes. Mm-hmm. And then I don't believe that. <laughs> Unless you're a musician. Yeah. 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 I, I agree with you, though, Yeah. Like, the crowd was just so, like, high energy they the whole time. They us the entire time. Yeah. And they didn't even know who the fuck we were. Yeah. Shout out to the guy who looked like he was in Cream. What was his name? Richie Young? Yeah, Richie Blackmore. Richie... <laughs> Fucking Richie Blackmore. What? Dude, his set was dope, man. I was they talking to dope. him for like an hour outside. The, oh, he's uh, smoking cigarettes. Yeah, he's, he smoked like four cigarettes in a row when we were standing <laughs> next to him. Oh, Best part of that was the drive through window in the sea ho- in the yeah. horseshoe, though. Yeah, that was incredible. Drive-thru. Yeah, so they have an A and W drive through window. There are more A and Ws in Toronto than there are like McDonald's. I swear. Yeah, there's like an A and W right next door to the horseshoe, and there's a drive through window right next to the bar in the front, so you can have like a touch screen. You order it, you put your name, and they just slide it through, and it's sick. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty <laughs> awesome. This is like this one kind of like drive-through window hole that you walk up to. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like that's the literally it's what kind of it like the uh, it's just right in the wall. Serve yourself like boards on from McDonald's. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. And then like all of a sudden like they just push the food out down this little tiny, um, I don't know, guess tunnel. Yeah, tunnel. I was gonna say <laughs> corridor, but that didn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> and slide it down the hallway with a <laughs> shuffleboard broom. It was amazing though. It was really cool. Order up the floor. Yeah, basically. <laughs> no, there's just like two people like doing curling. Just hurry, hurry hard, <laughs> hurry hard. Um, so obviously your guys, guys' trip to Toronto was great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it was yeah. incredible. It was sweet. <laughs> the fly back was interesting. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> it was delayed decide, like yeah. three hours, wasn't it? Because they decided to cut the tips off of the plane. <laughs> What? Uh, yeah, they just yeah. like unscrewed part of the. Plane. No, they didn't unscrew. They hacksawed. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, we were like waiting for an hour and a half in the airport, and then they were like, "Okay, you can get on the plane now." And then we just sat there for another hour and a half. They were cutting the winglets off of the wings, like the very end parts that are apparently supposed to be decorative, but actually, decorative? when you look it up, it's supposed to supposed to help with drag. Yeah. Oh why the fuck God. would there be a decorative part of the plane on the wing? Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> <coughs> the wings are the part that keep you in the fucking air. It's notable. It's notable we flew with Swoop, the new airline. So yeah, Swoop was uh, cheap as hell. It was the cheap. Fucking Swoop. It's a the, cheap airline. Cheap and sketchy. Yeah. Like the name. It was two hundred bucks. I don't bucks think that's the yeah, it, it was two hundred bucks. I don't think that's their motto. It should be their motto. <laughs> cheap, cheap and sketchy. sketchy. Cheap and sketchy, just like our name. Sounds like it should be Little Caesar's motto too. <laughs> Hot and sketchy. <laughs> Hot and sketchy. <laughs> We're just ripping every company. Have you been to the one in, in Penhorn? No. <laughs> I have one by my house, so... Like... Well, then that one's... Well, I mean, you live at Larry Tick Way. I'm talking about Dartmouth, man. Well, no one talks about Dartmouth. No. I do. I live in Dartmouth. Dartmouth. All right. We're Dirt Dartmouth mouth. right now. Only, only good thing about Dartmouth is the view of Halifax. <laughs> and Nash. And Nash, too. Actually, it's one of my favorite parts about the campus, actually, is the view of Halifax. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
All right, well, we're going to take another quick break. Um, when we come back, we're going to talk about the new album that they told nothing they told me nothing about yet, but is going to be absolutely fantastic, I hope. So do we. Alright, this is When I Get It by The Flakes. We'll be right back on Canada Music Hangouts.
Hangout. That was When I Get It from the band that is in the studio right now, The Flakes. I have, first of all, I've been having an absolutely awesome time because you guys are fucking hilarious. <laughs> hey, thanks. Hey, um, thanks, man. Hey, thanks, man. Um, this is a question I've mean to ask since the beginning of the podcast and I forgot. You guys mentioned Indigo Rock all the time. Yeah. What yeah. the hell is Indigo Rock? Nash, this is you. I just made it up. <laughs> no, 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 it was a typo, and we said, man, that sounds cool. That's our, that's our like, genre. It's like, it mixes depression and indie rock. That's oh, not what like, it is at all. That's what I said it was at the beginning. Is that what you meant to type indie? Yeah. Yeah. And you said yeah. indigo? It's just yeah. like, and I was like, that's just, a dope We color. just created it's a whole genre. new genre, so. <laughs> indigo meaning blue, like, you know, yeah. feeling fucking depressed. It's like depressed. indie and bluesy, I don't know. Yeah. Is it? When this uh, when this album finally drops, everyone will understand. Yeah, right. And that nobody understands a... me. <laughs> <laughs> that was also the best segue into I got the last you. segment. You got me. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> um, you guys are. Uh, you guys have an album in the works. We like, do a full length. A we're full length album. Yeah. Big old fucking album. Yeah. Yeah. So. What kind of details can you give on this new upcoming album besides a release date? Because you don't even have one yet, do you? We no. Can, nope. Not really. We're aiming for the spring. Okay. But uh, who knows? We've uh, we've aimed for a lot off. of other stuff yet. Our aim's a little off. We've our uh, track record right now. <laughs> the uh, this will be the third time recording the album. <laughs> we're uh, we're starting again from scratch, but well, not actually from we scratch. Got new software, better gear. Yeah. Better, uh, yep. we, we're just, we're ahead because we have, like, it's just the same as, as we were saying with, uh, with booking shows at Gus's when we were Glass Atlas. Like, we, uh, we had to do stuff the hard way at the beginning to learn, to learn the ropes, I guess. We, uh, we went to a studio that Nash can talk about afterwards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just got we went to a studio and we had everything done for, uh, done for free, but it didn't turn out the way we wanted and, uh. The producer and Nash weren't the best of friends, so we, we decided we were going to uh, we decided we were going to do it ourselves. So, and taking that on by ourselves, it's a huge undertaking. And uh, we have we recorded all the songs all over again in my basement, but we're not happy with uh, how the drums turned out because like it's just a learning experience. It's the first time uh, recording drums, and now we're doing it again for the third time, but. We've got the songs down so well at this point that it's just all about hammering it out right now. Yeah, so. the other thing is when I first joined, we redid the vocals. Yeah. And I was, like, super not as comfortable with the songs as I should have been, so they're kind of, like, with us. wonky. And with you guys. I was, like, a month in, I think. Yeah. And you guys were like, let's record these songs. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So, and now we're blood brothers, oh, and it's okay. Uh, what other details can we give? We, uh, it's, we, we were writing it during that depressing time that we talked about. (laughs) So half the songs were written then. There was a couple songs that were written on like the, the last days before we started the recording process. It was also through the night that you and I wrote. Through the night, uh, that was written like a couple months ago that now that we're redoing everything, we have the opportunity to throw it on the album. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's been cool. Like, uh. The day before we started recording, we wrote the uh, 
the intro to the album and we changed songs and wrote an entire drawn out outro to uh, a different song right so we uh yeah we had you like 20 what? songs written for this album and we yeah, yeah and we cut her down the album. We, we, we cut off a lot of cut them. her down to like 11 or or 12 and uh i don't That's know going back up. it's still a full length obviously but yeah it's, it's not actually going it's back got uh it's got some glass atlas era songs yeah, Obviously, like, some rebound ones. Yeah, that like are Close good. to is one of the most recent songs that are the last Atlas era. Yeah, is a and, glass uh, Atlas era. and we have uh, obviously, like Tiny was just saying, we have Through the Night, which is a, the newest, a newest yeah. the newest Tynan song. Era. Yeah, basically so. every song on there has like a different taste for a different person because it was written that way to. But like, they're all close enough. It's yeah, yeah. It's, 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 yeah. It's, it's special though because so many of the songs represent so many different uh, so many different eras. Yeah. Like it'd be fun. It'd be fun to go through track by track. One thing yeah, Adam wanted to do is like commentary. write it in different uh, a different key for each song. Yeah, was a big thing. Make sure. I yeah. don't know if we stuck to that throughout, but mm-hmm. we did for a while. Yeah, and make so sure everything was sonically. That was cool, different. like for a challenge. And mm-hmm. then yeah, like I said, there's stuff something on there for everyone. Like yeah. you know, if you like fast, there's something fast. If you like slow. There's slow, there's medium, there's medium, some piano so. ballads, some guitar ballads. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Yeah. Con- everything. Country. Nah. No. I mean, this is probably going to be a really cool album, then. I think yeah. it's going to be really some cool. Slide guitar. We're probably hyping it up more than we should. <laughs> we no, no we it. should definitely That's hype it, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm proud of A lot of, of work has gone I'm, into I'm this. I'm proud of us. Like you said, this is this yeah. will be our third time re-recording it through much adversity. Well, let's go to that studio experience you were talking about. Right, should, we, should we put in names or should we put in a fake name? Fuck yeah, we're name dropping everyone. We <laughs> should uh, start off with like how we met him first. All right, yeah. so he uh, he recorded our he Glass Atlas uh, our Glass Atlas EP, and uh, and there was some different times when uh, when we were doing that for sure. What's his name? John Murphy is yeah. his name. Uh, here Mr. We go. Murph. Yeah. Mr. Murph. Yeah. Mr. Murph. J. Murph. It was a. Uh, when we recorded the Glass Atlas EP, it was, it was fun. It was our first ever studio experience. Um, it was right close to my house, so it was yeah. like down the street. Yeah, we we uh, we'd have like barbecues before recording <laughs> sessions. It was yeah. awesome. It was pretty. We, sweet. Were, we were swimming in the pool and like, drinking, smoking, barbecuing, and then we'd uh, like smoking, every every riding, cool thing. Kissing. And, uh, kissing, yeah. Yeah, Loving. kissing for sure. Sleepovers. Yeah. We'd stay out in a tent in Kyle's yard, and then we'd walk down at, like, 8 o'clock in the morning and start recording. And it was uh, it was a lot of fun looking back on that. I remember, though, uh, the guitar stuff I remember being, like, extremely frustrated with because he wanted me to do a lot of doubling, which I don't feel, like, suits a lot of our, uh, a lot of our stuff where it's... Like it's some in- intricate or like very specific guitar parts, and the doubling just didn't fit very well. So there was a lot of a lot of miscommunication and frustration, and and getting the drums the way we wanted them was also pretty tough. So there was a uh, like I don't know. I feel like uh, like there was a bit of a strained relationship, I guess. Yeah, right off the bat, and then yeah. we just decided to use him again because he was cheap. But yeah. like not even cheap. We just liked the experience that we had with him the first time. Yeah, it was it was weird because it was like it was in his home, so it was like a very uh, a very inviting atmosphere to record an album. But there was that like the 
constantly challenging him to uh, to get our own sound out, right? He almost had his hand in it too much trying to, to make it. He would do stuff know. behind our backs and he just change to stuff. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He wanted That's to take stupid. on more of a producer role than, uh, than an engineer, right. right? Which is what we weren't looking for a producer, so. And when we did was, ask him to change it to the right, like, thing, he just didn't seem to understand what we yeah. meant or. And we end up... Uh, out of nostalgia, we end up going back to him with the flakes when we were ready to record our album. And uh, and things went even worse, I guess, because there wasn't... Uh, Nash didn't have the same patience in, uh, in dealing with it. Oh, no, I didn't have any patience <laughs> with him at all. He kept saying that he wasn't putting any effects on things. And... The first thing that he let us listen to had the, fu- the fucking biggest phaser I've ever heard. It was like... Yeah. Yeah, it was it was insane. No, I'm talking about "Live My Life," the oh, demo for that. The like the the, the entire the master track had a fucking phaser on it. It was so crazy. The, the whole thing master? the whole thing was like <laughs> it was like in a wind tunnel. Like it was just like in and out. It was like yeah, the master track had a phaser on it. It was like is this a fucking mistake? Yeah. Dude, Bryson got a heart attack. Like it was bad, man. There's just different different moves that uh. That didn't suit our band, like I swear there's no reverb on the snare. Yeah, that's what that was his biggest thing. On the thing. kick. Yeah, there's no there's no reverb on the kick, and the kick was like do, 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 do. <laughs> almost like like it had a delay on it, the reverb was so wet. He's just throwing whatever he could on it. And... Yeah, it was rough. And then when we asked him to send us everything like stock without any effects on it so that we could just like see what it sounds like, he still had at least something on there, I swear. Yeah, he did. Yeah. The worst thing was uh, whenever we asked for something, he got really offended. And there then he was said one that time it would take forever. And I'm like, click of a button. Yeah, exactly. We just wanted everything EQ'd and compressed. Not even that. And, just that, like, and that's just it. Just everything like, bounced so that we could actually listen to it ourselves and update it to the drive. Yeah, exactly. We, uh, it was it was a rough, yeah, it was a bit of a, a discouraging stage. The, the per- it's like, see this? That's how you're playing. See this? Yeah, that was funny too. I like a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you gotta elaborate on that now. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even remember the full thing. So there was, in one of our songs, I referenced a song earlier when I was talking about like a big outro. And it's, uh, the working title for it is Forest Jam. And we don't know what the actual title is. I think, Tynan, do you... I don't um, remember. I'm over it or... I don't remember what it is. <laughs> I'm uh, over it, but I hate her. Yeah, I mean that it might be what it's that called. That was the we, joke yeah. title that we came up with. We don't know. We what, might use song too now. But there's a there's a huge outro to it, and it's uh it's pretty big. Um, we it's it's huge outro. It's pretty big. Huge, <laughs> <laughs> <We>, uh, huge. <laughs> the uh, the wavelengths like I recorded my guitar part, and the wavelengths for mine, I was almost like peaking. I was so loud, and Nash did a. Uh, like he, when he was doing it, the, his waves lengths. It wasn't even me. Were like smaller than vocals. <laughs> like he had Adam up so loud, and and like the, for the line in. Yeah. That's what was peaking. He loves yeah. Adam, though, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know. John loves Adam. If he ever hears this, he's gonna be hard. Yeah. He's gonna be heartbroken to hear like us roasting him. <laughs> Fuck it though. No, Once again, John Murphy. <laughs> yeah, he's roasted me so many times. I don't give a shit. Yeah, he has roasted Nash. Him and Nash had a really strained relationship. 
I actually like the guy. I'm not very good at his job. Go for it, man. I almost made him cry. You almost made him cry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Told him that we wanted one thing and that we're not getting getting it from him. And that he was like, Adam wants this. (laughs) Kyle wants this. No, it was, Adam does not like this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Kyle Kyle does does not not like like this. this. (laughs) And then he was... Sounded like he was on the verge of tears. I feel like there's so many gaps in this story, but uh, yeah, (laughs) it's so funny. I don't uh, like him. He was he was pretty much in tears the uh, the whole time. It was yeah. He just got too just got too offended by everything. It's just like we'd ask for something and you can't say anything. It's only 2019. We'd ask for something and he'd be offended by it and just like you know he'd take it to heart. We'd be like. We want this to sound like this. And you be like, oh, so you don't lo- you don't like what I do? They're just like, no, we don't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it's our picture, man. Like yeah. we painted it, so yeah. So get fucked. Obviously, we're <laughs> obviously we're looking forward to sound a certain way. Yeah. You mm-hmm. don't go drawing like when people have dank me- when people do that. They draw the the douchebag hat and the, the the joint falling down and then the glasses over the Mona Lisa. Like the, the, the scumbag fu- Steve. The thug life, yeah. <laughs> So yeah. Anyways, we. Uh, so unless he was trying to meme us. That's an ancient relic, man. Yeah. Scumbag Steve. It is. Well, I thought you were gonna say that's a that's a forefather of memes, dude. So yeah, so like doing it on our own has been challenging as fuck, but like, it's uh, it's it's liberating because we can do what we want, you know. Like it's it's nice. Learning it has been the hardest thing, but like. I'm recording in my underwear if I wanted to. Yeah, we've uh, we've started that's to how like. Matt Demarco did it. <laughs> I don't think Adam would like it if I sat on his bed in my underwear. I'm going to do it next time. We've slept in the same bed a number of times. True. Toronto, shout out to you. Hamilton, sorry. Yeah. And then Toronto. We tried. slept on that (laughs) fucking air mattress in Toronto. There was a hole in it, and it was just like the Titanic (laughs) sinking. It was like we were waiting. Like, we were on it, and, like, we were so fucking tired because we were up at, like, 6 o'clock that morning to take a fucking... A rental car to Toronto no, and to like Hamilton. get everything set up. No, we took a rental car from Hamilton to Toronto. Yeah. We took an Uber to Hamilton. I thought, what? Okay, never mind. That's <laughs> what I'm just saying that we were tired as fuck. True. And then like we were up finally, like four it was it was like it was like a 24 hour day after the show. This yeah. the amount of stress walking around in the heat because Toronto had like a heat wave in the middle in of October, o- the beginning of October. And, uh, like, everything was, like, I was just so tired and just, like, we laid on the air mattress and it was just, like, we, we were just slowly, slow. slowly I went, hear I went, the... I went to take a shower and then <laughs> I came back and I sat down on it and I sunk down. Yeah, and it was, like, was like holy fuck, man, we're fuck? going down. I, I couldn't move. I slept on the deflated-ass air mattress. <laughs> and I, I, went, I, I crawled between Tynan yeah. and Kyle. We and had, the had to get on the yeah. fucking futon. <laughs> and then yeah. when I tried to crawl in the middle, Tynan does not remember this. I was, he was dead like, asleep. He was dead asleep and he was like, nope. No, nope, he was pushing me away. <laughs> I heard that. I heard nope, that though. Nope, nope. But it was like it was the worst feeling ever because I was so fucking tired. It was comfortable, but like the the comfort was fleeting. Like it was just gone. The, the comfort like, was deflating, wasn't it? It was gone, man. It was just like it just like I was slowly sinking to Mitchell's cold, hard fucking floor. Shout out to Mitchell, by the yeah, way. Yeah, shout, no. shout out to Mitch. And then to your cousin. Yeah, and my cousin Avril. Who held us up in Hamilton, but oh, it yeah. was that was fucking so like that night, man. It was just like <laughs> from such a high to such a low, like sinking. That was li- the quite night literally. of the show too. Yeah, 
Like, we just got back from the show. I was fucking bagged <laughs> and, and just, like, feeling me sink in that air mattress. Actually, we just got back from McDonald's and that woman was... Oh, oh my, I have woman. more video. I still the have the videos. Woman. I still have the videos. Man, she must have been on crack. God. She was on something. What was she even yelling about? Her it's bike. I, I watched stole the video. Something. stole her McDonald's or whatever from No, no, no. <laughs> someone stole something off her bike while she was in McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Why you would leave something on your bike in the biggest city in Canada and then, but is then beyond he, me. But then he came and brought it back. I was like the only one downstairs. No, I yeah. Who, who I was remember, down there with me? I remember them saying Yeah, like, she brought it back and then she's like, this guy's a thief! And, like, <laughs> and, and the like, cashier was like, he brought it back, yeah. so he didn't steal anything. She's like, but, nah. I still have the video I work, I work at Subway, so I know exact in the north end of Dartmouth. Oh, <laughs> boy. And so I know how things like this are. And when I got to the got to the uh, counter, I said to her, I was like, just don't worry about it. Don't let this I still ruin have, anything. I still she have was the like, videos. oh, don't worry. This is not the first time this has happened. <laughs> so she's the problem. Yeah. What, the cashier? The woman? Oh, the woman. I the freak you, out I thought lady. you said the woman. No, I was talking to the cashier. Oh. I was like, don't worry. Like this, I know how this stuff works. It'll be fine. She's yeah, like, oh, don't worry. It's it's a regular occurrence. Of course it is. Yeah. On the corner of Queen South and yeah. whatever. <laughs> can't remember the street. Spadina. Yeah. Spadina Avenue. Uh, thanks for talking about the album, of course. That yeah. was hilarious. <laughs> uh, so, what is, maybe as a band or individually, I don't know, we might go individually again, uh, What's the best tip you can give singers and bands just starting out here in Halifax? Don't fucking give up. Practice. Yeah, yeah. actually. Don't give up. Learn ever. proper technique. Fucking learn proper technique. Squidward, yeah. technique. <laughs> technique! I would say know your borders. Like, know where you're at. You know, like, don't, like... I play with some oh, bands. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I play agree. with some bands, and they're just like, you know, oh, we're fucking awesome, and, like, they fucking blow, no offense, but, like, <laughs> but, like, know, know, know your borders, like, know where you're sitting at, and, yeah, like, so don't, some, don't over-push for stuff. <laughs> no. no, but, like, seriously, seriously, like, some, some bands will just, like, be a band for a week, and they'll just be, like, you know, cocky and shit. It's just, like, why, like, why are you doing that? Yeah. Like, don't, don't have an ego is a big No, thing. don't have an ego and just, like, know where you're at and, like, not, I don't know, just not think you're as huge as you think you are. Why be rude when you can be nude? Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, my I mean, catchphrase. Is that, like, your new catchphrase? That's no, my that's Instagram times. bio. No. Yeah. It really? is. Yeah. Uh, no, but for singers especially, like, learn how to use proper technique because otherwise you'll just blow your fucking voice out mm-hmm. by the time you're, like, 30. I know you gotta grind for sure too. Yeah, you really do. Don't gotta give grind. up is a, is a big one. Man. You gotta that's... be willing to spend money on yourself. Yeah, that's yeah. A there's big thing and too. there's gonna be times, you know, you're gonna get down on yourself and be like, man, like, is this really worth it? And um, you know, if you want to play music, it totally is. We're we're still pretty much nobodies, but it's still, uh, you know, yeah. we're going. We're ninety somethings. Thank you guys so much for listening to Canada Music Hangout today, and I want to thank the Flakes for coming in and doing uh, this interview with me. It's been so much fun. Uh, you guys, first of all, before we go, you guys have some uh, upcoming shows in January. Yes, sir. We've got some. Uh, we've got a show on the 12th at Oasis with Spirit of the Wildfire. And on the 19th, we'll be at Men's and Molly's opening for an ABBA cover band. Sick. So that'll be sick. Come out to those. Those will be fun. Well, that's really cool. Once again, thank you guys so much for coming Thanks out. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Um, thank you. Uh. Before I go, you can support 
Canada Music Hangout now in more ways than just listening, even though I do appreciate your listenership and patronage. Speaking of patron, you can now join us on Patreon, where for only $1 a month you can get some behind-the-scenes content that I cut out of these episodes, and other things like, you know, me hanging out with the bands, or the artists, or whatever. And for $5 a month you can also get a shout-out at the end of each show, and... For a measly sum of 10 bucks a month, that's the same as an Apple Music subscription. I'm not sponsored, I swear. You can listen to each episode of Canada Music Hangout three days before its air date. So check it out, patreon.com slash cmhradio. Until next time, my name is Logan Curry, and I hope you can hang out with me again soon. Canon Music Hangout, hosted and produced by Logan Curry. Recorded live at the NSCC Ivory Campus. Intro and extra music, Rider by Pembroke. Intro extra voice, Joshua Saunders. 